in thinking about entertainment and Hollywood specifically, mm-hmm. like you, you know, you and I had a separate conversation where you brought up how like the projects that are getting the green light, the things that are getting made are mm-hmm. centered around black trauma again. Yes. Yes. And it's 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 like where does it end? Do we get are, are there any spaces that we can go to where we're not reminded of that constantly? Mm-hmm. Because that's mm-hmm. not the sum of what we are. We're so much more than that on an individual basis, yes. you know, collectively, like globally, like we're 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 much more than our trauma. <laughs> I'm Charmaine. I'm Katie. And this is Unpacking Ethical. A podcast where we sip our favorite drinks at the moment. And talk about some things. Because there's nothing ethical about upholding the status quo. Let's talk about it. This week on Unpacking Ethical. Katie, what you up to? What you drinking? So I'm keeping it simple today because it's 100 degrees outside. I have... Ice cold water with some lemon. Oh, you you good with the ice. I just have plain, well, I've been drinking just plain like room temperature water mm-hmm. because I feel like, I don't know what the cold does to me, but I don't know. I just like it room temperature, but I've like turned the air condition on, which I never do before like eight o'clock, mm-hmm. but I've turned the air condition on at like six something today. Cause I was like, it is hot. It's hot, which is why I like room temperature water too. Today I like was out running errands, so I was like, I need cold water and yeah. some fresh lemon. Just squeeze some lemon in there. It's like the best thing for That's this okay. time of year. I like it all. Like I like lemon in my water all mm. the time, but it's extremely refreshing when it's like fifty eleven million degrees outside. <laughs> I'm like, why is it so hot? Never mind. Never mind. Like, well, we, that's, a, that's a different conversation <laughs> that's a different for like two or three different episodes. What, what? Oh, so it's summer in Texas. It is it's hot. Oof, but what are you looking forward to? Well, so, so the summer has been going pretty well so far. Um, I am, I've been talking a lot with people that I'm like, you know, in community with friends mm-hmm. and family about like, just really centering black joy this summer and just seeing mm. just black people yeah get a break girl and enjoy <laughs> like, themselves and for us to just, get a break yes to thrive this summer because mm-hmm. as we know like summer is usually kind of like the height of like policing like black people black communities mm-hmm. black bodies like it's summer school is out you know some people are off work people are you know taking time off for vacation or just to be with family and like you know summer block parties there's holidays in the summer you got Juneteenth a lot of people might don't necessarily celebrate fourth of July but they'll still like do something so it's just like people are out and black people are out and so that's why summer is always kind of like I think can be a stressful time for black folks um because eyes are on us more so than other parts of the year it's like the height of it all and so what I've been trying to for myself and like even like the stuff that I like the stuff that I'm going to be putting out in the summer is really trying to get away from 
black trauma and like <laughs> the white gaze mm-hmm. of like and and of black trauma if that makes any sense at all because no, we yeah we had a lot of that last summer and yes the aftermath of that what the, the effects of that like were lingering and it wasn't until like months later that I like and I don't know about you but I started to like really unpack all of last summer like from speaking engagements to stuff that was just going on and like mm-hmm. it was exhausting it was draining it was like there was times where I feel like if we don't kind of like figure out a way to take control of these narratives or figure out a way to reclaim this they are going to suck us dry if if they're like if it wasn't us being under threat by police violence or state violence then it was like the online bullying from white folks and not even in the way of like just the just the just the outwardly racist people but the people who who think they're doing something good by commenting on how you are spending your time if you're not tweeting or posting about what's happening in the streets or if you're not going to protests there were white people that had criticisms of that like black people not being able to just live and exist and so this summer I really want to see us push back against that like you know no more black trauma for the white none at all but especially not looking forward to seeing any like white people like get enjoyment out of watching us suffer like I don't I don't want to deal with that again and right. I and I'm I'm I know we've like at some point unfortunately I hate to think of it this way but something probably will happen and we'll handle it hopefully we can come together more like as a collective and and handle these things but in the ways that we see best at the time but like until then I just want us to just breathe a little bit and enjoy yeah you know yes and it's so it's funny that you talk about that because I just I think about the videos that go around and how they just want to share the videos like over and over again and I remember I don't even know what happened and it sucks that I can't even remember who it was because there have been so many right but like you know people on Twitter just being like stop sharing the video just stop it we all we've all seen this we we all know what happened Mm -hmm. we don't need to like look at that like over and over again it's insane it's insane just how much it it becomes entertainment and I think in some ways we start to become desensitized to it and right right and there's no and we shouldn't like that's somebody's life that's That's a human being and yeah yeah and I think like you know in thinking about entertainment and Hollywood specifically Mm -hmm. like you you know you and I had a separate conversation where you brought up how like the projects that are getting the green light the things that are getting made are Mm -hmm. centered around black trauma again yes Yes. and it's 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 like where does it end do we get are, are there any spaces that we can go to where we're not reminded of that constantly Mm -hmm. because that's Mm -hmm. not the sum of what we are. We're so much more than that on an individual basis, you know, collectively, like globally, like we're, we're, we're much more than our trauma. Um, And I don't, it's hard to have that conversation without seeming like we're like, we don't want to, I don't want to seem like we're dismissing that it exists. Right. But like we, we, we are aware of it. It's always in the, back of our minds and some people it's in the front of their minds all the time but it's just like 
how are we supposed to thrive when we're in that all the time? We can't get a break. And like I said, if you're seeing it, you know, it, the movies and the series that are coming out, it's like yeah. in your face all the time. And I don't know, I've been feeling a way about, you know, I, we're supposed to be proud when a black director produces a, a film or right. a black woman, you know, gets a, a, a project um, made in Hollywood because that's not always the easiest thing. It's mm-hmm. not common, but it's like, at what point can we take a break and say, okay, like I'm, I'm an artist and I want to tell these stories, but like, how does it affect the people how does right. it affect black people the most like do they even think I wonder about these folks like do they ever stop and think who is this for who am I right. who am I making this this project this film right. ser- tv series uh you know Netflix series whatever it may be who am I making this for what's the impact of it and I, I just feel like it's that feels to me unethical if you aren't asking yourself those questions whether you're black or not, like you should be thinking about the responsibility you have in sharing certain stories and the, and the impact of it. Right. But I think, unfortunately, capitalism, everything always comes back to capitalism, <laughs> where people just think like, I'm going to like, and then if you, if you push a project through like certain major studios who back it, it's mm-hmm. really difficult a lot of times to maintain complete control over the narrative. Right. So it becomes even more like watered down, untrue, whatever they feel like it needs to be because it is still for the white gaze. Yeah. Even if the person who's directing it or who feels like who, who, who the original produced the original script, whatever it might be, by the time it gets through all the hands it has to go through to get produced, it is absolutely for the white gaze because that is, what drives Hollywood it, it's yeah. the, the money and so and in their minds it's like white America white audiences this is who comes right. to the movie this is who we need to make this palatable for so and it's it's really interesting because I think it was um Franklin Leonard I think that's his name that he did this whole study on like um discovering if Hollywood like kind of took themselves out of that mentality and mm-hmm. hired more like black actors and directors and all those people behind the scenes and let them have like the real control, like just how much money that they have been losing from, from not allowing that to happen. Mm. And it was like tens of billion dollars that they're oh, wow. leaving because they're, because, I mean, because, you know, they, they want to think about um, like black and other communities of color as having no money and, you know, they're in the lower socioeconomic status and they're not spending money. But I'm like, these people are spending money and there's they have a lot of buying power. They do. And we do you are they're losing billions. Right. Billions because they want to keep this tight control. And it I mean just I mean just thinking about all that just reminds me of all the projects that have come out before. And I I had talked about this before with a friend. Like I struggle like watching like quote unquote black films or you know watching those tv shows yeah. i'm like because i don't Cause i don't like to see black people struggling i don't I like know. to see that yeah. i want to see it. like empire i lasted two episodes it yeah. was this huge like groundbreaking thing and how popular it was but i'm like these 
what is this? It's like drama and backbiting and like this whole mm-hmm. family mess dynamic that people were just like eating up. And I was like, that there's nothing okay about this. Well, and I think it goes like, you know, we're like something that I've had been, I've been sitting with more and more because of ESJ and because it being a publication and because, you, you know, it's a form of media. I've uh-huh. been thinking a lot about just the, the harm that is mainstream media and basically dictating the stories that they want people to accept as reality, right? Like that has been yeah. what main, that's how mainstream media has existed for like, I would say the past 70 years or so, like it is a force. And so if you are somebody that is in that position of, you know, you know, if you're a writer or a producer or an editor, like, Mm -hmm. I really think that the ethical thing to do would be to really take a seat and think about how your art impacts the world, you know, like really think about that because we all have stories inside us that we want to be able to tell and we want to be able to see, but like, I was thinking about, because I had this conversation on a live recently, we were talking about, we were just kind of talking about the value of platonic friendships and how that's Mm -hmm. undervalued a lot in society. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about girlfriends. I watched it growing up and then I was rewatching it recently. And I was just kind of like, I didn't feel very good at times watching it. Like I remembered, but because of some of the storylines were Mm -hmm. like backstabbing and like Tony tried to sleep with Jones you know at that that time then sex addict boyfriend remember this like yeah and like I was thinking about sex in the city and that was almost never the case like they had drama but their drama was always with with men and boyfriends or work and then they would come together but I just feel like sometimes like and girlfriends, while I still love the show and there's much to be celebrated about the time that it was created, it's still very much problematic in the way that they sh- sh- uh, portrayed Black women in some right. ways. Like, right. we don't only want, like, okay, yes, Joan was a lawyer and smart. Like, that was, like, this much of the show, though. And and that's beautiful, but it's just, like, sometimes I feel like Hollywood has a hard time understanding that black people are monolith and like and even even like as an individual there's so many layers and to explore but it's always the same it's always like black women pitting going against each other and being nasty because almost always like tony and jones friendship was extremely toxic like watching it now i'm like shit (laughs) i I didn't think that then because, right. you know, I just was consuming what I, I'm like, oh, okay, this is, you know, whatever, this is what it is. But I don't have toxic friendships like that with my best friends. Like yeah. I would never try to hurt. And I just feel like while we can like still love girlfriends, it's also important to sit back and be critical of the narratives that get pushed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, and I, I mean, you know, we ask, we're asking, a lot you know considering what Hollywood is and how it <laughs> operates yeah but <laughs> I'm like it's just I don't even know what to say honestly I'm like it's just it's it's crazy it's oh I guess in some ways I feel like it's a lot to expect well it's not a lot it's not a lot but it's unfair to expect like the black people or you know other marginalized communities to to do the work on this 
Oh yeah, like definitely. It, sh- it should not be our job. No. And it's ridiculous that it is. And it's, and it's ridiculous that it's up to us to uh, like say no to projects and, you know, walk yeah. away from stuff in order, you know, to, to just have some, you know, semblance. Cause we get so very little work as it is. So much stuff is going to other people anyway. And, and even when, I don't even remember the name of that, Malcolm and Marie, Mm-hmm. So I was like, Jesus, like mm-hmm. everybody was like, oh, you know, two black actors. And I was like, two hours of them yelling at each other. Like, mm-hmm. like, w- n- no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. And I know a lot of people were kind of like critical of Zendaya. And, you know, Zendaya is also like, I love Zendaya personally, but she's also like, I can't speak for her lived experience. She's also mm-hmm. a very fair-skinned person um, mm-hmm. with a certain texture hair. Like, I feel like, and I again, I'm not going to speak for what her experiences have been right. like in Hollywood, but I, I would think that to look at her is to see someone who is probably much more palatable to the white audience than some other actors and actresses that we know of. So I, I kind of like struggled a little bit, but also like it was hella messy, the, sh- the movie. Like they were just yeah. angry the whole time, like arguing yeah. the whole time. There was, and it was toxic again. It was like- Very toxic. Very toxic. Um, and here's the thing, like I, I feel you, cause you, you know, I know that's something you're really passionate about is like, why do we always have to like do this work? Um, yeah. But here's what I think about too. Like I think about, when you're a struggling artist, okay, I can understand, like, God, I just need to take this job so I can get to yeah. the point to where I can make a difference. But I think about when you've gotten to that point, are you still thinking those things or you've been, right. have you been bought out? And right. I can't, and when I think about like black, black folks and marginalized communities and how we experience like life in general in America specifically, because I think it's just this is a very specific <laughs> right. beast here. Um, when I think of celebrity, I don't necessarily see that anymore because now you've gotten to a place of something. I'm not saying that the hardships don't exist, but I definitely see a little bit more. There's a power dynamic there. There's more power. Mm -hmm. And then I think of people like, you know, just as an example at myself, somebody like, sometimes I struggle too, because it's like, I need to, to make money. I need to do this, but I, you know, there will be times where I will probably get more things offered to me than maybe like a a darker skin, queer, femme, black Mm -hmm. person, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so if I can use what little, what seems like privilege that I might have in that way to say, no, I'm not going to take this because I absolutely can say no, because I know something better might come later and push right. back in that way, right. then I would be willing to do that. But it's just like, and I should be, I should be willing to do that. Yeah. And so when I think of people who have way more power <laughs> and way more money and way more connections than I have, it is disappointing. It is like, yeah. so I think about that. Like I, like yeah. people like you and I, we're, we don't have that. <laughs> look, but, look. <laughs> I was just, I was just talking to Joe Keani about that, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm determined that man is going to acknowledge me. I'm just <laughs> it will happen. It will. Yeah, I don't know happen. how it tortures me. It keeps me up at night. <laughs> but, 
But no, you know, I, I think about that because I, and I too wonder, um, because I definitely see like power dynamics, especially with like, black men in Hollywood I feel like they have right. a lot more than like black women right oh, but definitely. I I mm-hmm. struggle with like people who like Octavia Spencer who I adore and has I've been in like so movie. many yeah so many movies and she's just so incredible mm-hmm. like still not being recognized for her talent not having to fight for pay when she did the uh, the the self-made movie Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's like she has been in this industry for and and we know why we know why yeah we know why LeBron James had to like fight for her and fight for her to get the salary that she deserves but so I I, and I, I often wonder it's like the people that we think have power don't have don't have as much as we think but at the same time there's definitely those that can do because Chadwick did it right right so I'm I'm like it's possible (laughs) it's possible that's what I'm saying like and the thing is is that we like when I'm thinking of people who might have power I'm thinking of like you like you said black men Mm. specifically like let's talk about like because we're a gendered society and that's Mm. also an element that impacts Mm. people but black straight men right in Hollywood Yes. yes the Jordan Peels and you know those kinds of folks and then or I think about you know I think about like Tracy Ellis Ross, who not, I don't have any criticisms her, but I'm saying like someone who would probably have more weight and privilege in that she is Diana Ross's daughter. She is, has been in the industry for a very long time. She is a light-skinned, you know, black person. She's mixed. Like that's, so I think about those people. I think about like like straight men. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like, to to really let it sink in that and I I know I say this all the time people probably don't get tired of me saying this because it probably doesn't feel real but it is very real in my heart I'm just not in the position to make it happen yet but what's the point of moving forward alone why why are you not moving forward together yeah there's always room and that's and Octavia Spencer actually in Hidden Figures did that like I that is the, I talk about this all the time and I'm going to drill it, drill it, drill it because it is probably my, the single most powerful moment I've seen in a movie in my entire lifetime mm-hmm. was when they came because they were, they were then at that point, NASA was replaced in their department. They were getting computers to do their work. Right. And they told her she had a job, but that a lot of her um, employees, because yeah. I think she was a management level, mm-hmm. were going to mm-hmm. have to be let go. All black women, all mm-hmm. black women. And she said, no, I'm not taking, I get emotional when I talk about it. I know I've told you this story like a million times, but she said, no, she said, I'm not doing it. And I, again, it feels like the responsibility is on us. And I, and I hate that, but like, if we are to reclaim our narratives, then we do have to take that responsibility yeah. because we need to own this. And if I say, no, I'm not taking this unless you take all of us then what is that? They don't have a choice then. And that's right. exactly what happens. And then there's a scene in the movie where they're all walking together and it's just like yes. the most beautiful yes. thing. And it makes yes. me like her, like her even more because I imagine, even though that was a role, I just feel like that's probably who she is like in real life. Yeah. And I want to see more of that happening as we talk about, you know, getting away from like black trauma for the white gaze and whatever. I, I don't care about 
educating them anymore white mm-hmm. people like mm-hmm. I, like what else is there to know from like you already yeah. know we, we've seen it all and like but for us like to to take ownership of what we're trying to accomplish means that we have to we unfortunately we're in that position to where we do have to like probably carry yes. that weight and it would be yes. worth it in the end I, I hope so. I hope so because it angers me because just thinking about Hollywood in general, I feel like there's so many people in power that could have an impact that call themselves allies that clearly are not. They're not. Oh, definitely not. Like you, you guys could have so much power and in, instead you're talking about like, I'm an actor. It's what I do. I'm like, mm. <laughs> like just a couple slaps there. Like really? Well, like- and, and, and this is a, probably an unpopular conversation because, you know, and I also think it's just to say that on a side note, I think it's still good to critique black produced art. You, you, have, to, you have to. You have to. Like, and it doesn't have to be like, well, everything's right with it, everything's wrong with it. But I, I, right. I like to be critical of my own stuff. Like, I like, yes. what, where can I have improved here? So like, let's talk about like Cynthia Erivo who is a um, British um, Nigerian mm-hmm. um, actor who has played Harriet Tubman. I think Aretha Frank, a version mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. of Aretha Franklin. Yes. I heard something else. And, and I feel like there's also that issue in Hollywood of like black Brits kind of like getting roles um, a lot more. And Samuel mm-hmm. L. Jackson talked about this. A lot of like, other black actors have black American actors have kind of like criticized Hollywood for like the amount of black British folks taking those roles and that's a moment of like Cynthia Erivo and I I like Cynthia Erivo but it's just like at what could you not think did you not stop and think like wow like do I need to play Harriet and Aretha and right. Houston. I'm, I'm just like, like yeah, yeah 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 you know like there are like literally black yeah. American actors because and there's also it's not a secret that black folks from other parts of the world and especially from a place like you know um like England would be seen as much more palatable than yeah, a and black refined American. and refined and, and yes like they, you know, that kind of thing than a black American actor. And so that's also kind of like where I think about like, I become extremely critical in like a negative way of somebody like Cynthia Erivo um, because, and even her being like a dark skin, queer, like, you know, black femme, it's still like you, you have to realize what they're doing. They, they love black British folks, mm-hmm. even Queen and Slim, in those in that sto- neither one of them are black american or have black american black american like lineage at all like mm. david kaluuya is um in it and then uh jody smith um is, i didn't realize she wasn't I didn't. no she's not black mm. american either but um, like, he that's another conversation he's problematic go there yeah <laughs> i'm like we yeah. not gonna go there <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but telling those stories and then also outside of the work, like as an as, as an actor, that's what I mean by the work. Yeah. Then saying things on SNL that are problematic when you don't even yeah. understand, like you can't speak because you're not black. You don't come from that experience. Yeah. You don't get yeah. to speak for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just thinking about like unpacking all of that and like 
Yeah, I, I, I'd like to see, I don't have hope in Hollywood in that way, but I'm hoping like us having these conversations, like just on this kind of like smaller scale that it will resonate with other artists in other areas and, and people will push back against doing anything for the white gays, especially stories centered around black trauma and us just reclaiming like our joy and our energy and like the joy we get in, in, in doing the work that we do wherever that might be. Like that's, that's just what I'm hoping for this summer and moving forward. Cause I'm tired of. <laughs> and that, what a beautiful summer that would be. Like I saw my girl, I'll be claiming all these people. This this Dr. Raven the Maven. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's a black scientist. Yeah. But she had this picture of her and her husband. And she was just smiling. And, and I was like, you know what? I retweeted it. <laughs> and I was just, I just love to see black women happy and loved. Like that's all I want to see. Yeah, I love that too. I just I want to see them happy and I want to see them loved. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that would make my summer <laughs> yeah I you know enjoyed seeing um Sha'Carri Richardson run and you know and she's from Dallas which you know I, and even somebody asked me if that was like my cousin um because my last name is Richardson so mm -hmm. I was like mm, maybe she's my cousin I'll, I'll claim it That's I'll claim cousin. it just take it <laughs> but just like starting off the summer in that way but not only like but it doesn't have to be like you shouldn't have to be like a skilled runner or athlete or something yeah. like that to get the appreciation mm -hmm. and to just be acknowledged or to even just be respected or to even just be allowed the space to just exist in the ways that you want to be able to exist. You shouldn't have to have any of that. Um, nevertheless, it is still very beautiful to see, you know, when any of us can, you know, accomplish something like that. I always feel good when some, when, when, when a you know especially a black femme or a black woman like is is you know getting to achieve a lifelong goal or she's 21 yeah. but still like yeah. I'm sure she's been running since she was a kid and so but yeah I, this is this is gonna be I'm manifesting a summer where we can get a little piece of that if not the whole piece yeah. like I want to see more of it I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say we're gonna have a summer free of of trauma and pain because i I don't know, but I know yeah. that that the joy um, is what is going to be amplified on my end, and mm. and and in 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 working toward making sure that's at the center of everything. I think that we can eventually combat this kind of nasty, like fucking beast of like white people loving to see us suffer. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. that was good yeah I was like I feel like we could just end it right there <laughs> <laughs> just on that last sentence that was just perfection that was good. <laughs> I guess we don't really close anything out well we don't have anybody like we, we have no guests <laughs> we have no guests so it's just us but people will tune into this and love it I feel like this is a good one um yes. all of them are good but like I I would love, you know, for the folks that are listening and watching to kind of share, like, you know, uh, let me just be specific. Yeah. I know that 
anybody will be able to tune in, but I would love to be able to hear Black folks specifically comments about what we just talked about, like what their, what your thoughts are. And yeah, because this could be, this could be an ongoing conversation, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely something to talk about and to consider and just to think. And you know what? What I also want to hear is like, how are you like claiming your joy? Mm, mm-hmm. Like, how are you just going to claim that for yourself? Right. And like, what I've been thinking about too is like, no matter where you are, like, economically or any of those things like how while we still fight for equity in those ways Mm -hmm. how are you able to like make a little bit of space for yourself to experience joy you know like what does that look like no matter where you are in life Mm -hmm. you know um without dismissing the fact that we all still a lot of us are struggling in a lot of different ways and you know some of us more than others but like what is how are you like you I love that question Shaman like how are you claiming your joy so I think we should end it there because that's beautiful yeah Yeah. okay I am I am gonna like end it (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna happen 